Hello and welcome to episode 82 of Azeroth Coast to Coast. I am Chris, your host this week, while Gavril continues his new life as a Lady of the Night. Joining me this week, the reason for my migraines, Mr. Kevin. Hello. Last time we had a show, Kevin and I uh, spoke about our BlizzCon predictions and hype for the event in general. This week, we're back, albeit a little bit late to the hype train, with our thoughts of BlizzCon 2018 and the things that we will be seeing from Blizzard over the next year. And remember, people, we all have phones. Such a trolly intro. Oh, you know, you you always keep telling me to, you know, try and incite a riot. No, not incite a riot, but try and focus my inner Gavril. So that's what I did. Okay. That yes, <laughs> that is what he would say. He would say it. You know it. How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm. I feel like I'm getting sick. I'm supposed to be traveling to Philadelphia tomorrow to go back home for a week, and mm-hmm. I'm already thinking about switching my flight because mm-hmm. I don't want to travel and be sick for a week. That does not sound fun. Now, here's the begging court important question: Did you avoid Concrud this year? I avoided Concrud, and then I got Concrud at my works con. Damn. I- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I th- know how that happened. I thought I avoided it this year, but then it kind of hit me as I as I was like getting home, and I was ugh, horrible. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to avoid it. I mean, there was thirty wait close to forty thousand people close at BlizzCon 40, this year. People. Yep, which is an incredible number. Mm-hmm. Um, and on day one, it was noticeable. It was noticeable. Day two, not so much. Um, it was definitely easier to get in and stuff, but it was definitely noticeable yeah. day one. Well, day one, they had an entrance on the North Hall that was media only, and they didn't let anyone who was waiting in line for, you know, general entry in that entrance. And then, mm-hmm. like, about an hour and a half of, like, none of the lines moving, they finally said, hey, we should rethink that. That's and a they bad let idea. Us all Let's let everyone that. in. Yeah. And I mean, they still gave like media people preference and let them in before us, oh, yeah. but still, we were I mean, at, th- we that were was an entire the, entrance closed. We were at one of the entrances that was was allowing people through, but uh, people who were actual like professional gamers and media and all that they got priority, so the the entire lane just stopped and they got put through. Like there was a point where about fifteen twenty people just showed up that were. Uh, media and gamer pro gamers and stuff and it just it just stopped (laughs) yeah i mean if people don't realize there were you know some shootings and issues you know that prompted them to have stronger security this year and they sectioned off the entire middle section where you get food trucks uh with gated security and you know uh, metal detectors and security officers and uh, getting in was just not as easy as it was last year, but the 
you know. Once you I'm were glad. in, though, you were in. Yeah, like, you didn't have to go through nice. security again unless you actually left the perimeter. Oh my god, leave like going out of the building and getting food without having to like re-enter a security line. How nice was that? That was so nice. We had we had completely we had complete free reign once we were actually in the security perimeter, and it was great. It was yeah. I liked that aspect of it. I thought it was yeah. great, and I under, I completely understand their the need for the security, and I understand it all. I feel, I mean, I can't believe that they weren't wanding everyone who came through in previous years. It seems kind of archaic at this point. I mean, especially with cosplay and things that look like guns. And Oh, no, those those know. were those were checked every year. Those get checked every year. Okay. That's not a new thing. Um, but it's like, for general admission, this is the first time they've done it for everybody. But it's good. It's good. It worked. Yeah. So, how has your gaming been since you got back? Um, since I got back, I was only back for a few days and then I had a work trip that I dealt with earlier this week. So mm -hmm. I got in some raiding here and there. Uh, mm -hmm. we finally got down Mithrax on heroic difficulty. So we are started our first few attempts on, uh, Cahoon in yeah. heroic. And, um, you know, now people are worried that we're not going to get the ahead of the curve achievement, but I think it comes we'll out in December. Well, the the raid itself probably won't be released until January. So yeah, but when the patch hits, ahead of the curve goes away. LB fact check. No, no, that's um, what it's always been. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen then. Because well, there'll be class changes. I and feel, that's where ahead of the curve goes away. I mean, I feel like progression was better in this this patch or this expansion so far, but we've just haven't gotten it i don't know what the deal is like i'll i'll rage more about that later because i've got to don't do that in okay. regards to rating this week okay um other than that you know trying to get mythic dungeons done doing a lot of wow actually just trying to do as much as possible like between dailies and then like the arathi highlands quests and you know the this and that oh i did get the um uh the bat mount from Arathi highlands this oh, week nice. which was cool um it's got a giant head and a small body and like putting mm -hmm. a gnome on it just looks really funny that's bat mount so that's what they have <laughs> so that was cool and um yeah i pissed off Guth from our guild again because i got the little donkey a second time and i wasn't <laughs> able to trade it to him um he got just, really like, pissed off people don't you I look, look, I've only killed that boss twice and I've gotten the little donkey twice and I don't know what to say about that. Just good You're RNG. That's what you say. <laughs> yeah, but he's got um, an add on in handy notes and he takes us through every single rare and every single quest in about 30 minutes and it's really fun. So cool. I highly recommend doing that with a group if you guys get a chance to because you get a lot of chances for pets and mounts and, you know, people get lucky and, you know, we had a few people who they got mounts and, uh, just, it's a cool thing. Thanks. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What, what about yourself? Let's see. What have I done? Um, my guild while we were at BlizzCon cleared old year. Without so you? I, without me. I was like, Oh, oh. We were so close when... They should have like, waited. The la No, I, I did not want them to wait under any circumstances. The last, But the last night we were there, we, were, we got going to like 4%. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, okay. We got them. We got them next week. We got them next week. And I was like, I know you guys have got them next week. I'm not going to be here for the next two weeks, maybe three, depending on what I'm having to do when I get back. Um, turns out three weeks because I got stuff to do this week. So I missed Thursday and I'm just going to miss an issue, whatever. <laughs> um, they've killed them. They all have, they all have curve. And now I have to kind of wait until I'm free so that I can join them again and get curve. You'll get it. I, I I know I'll get it. I know I'll get it. Don't worry. I'm not I'm not worried about getting it. It's just like I wish I was there for the first kill. It would have yeah. been great. It would have been so good. The first clear of a raid tier for because we don't do mythic anymore. We used to. We don't anymore. First clear of a raid tier um, for our guild for this expansion. And I can't. I'm a little sad, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Are you surprised that it took so long to get? The first raid tier. Um, I feel Zul was a bit of a a brick wolf. No, not Zul. Zul was easy actually. No, uh, no, Mithrax was. If you follow mechanics on Mithrax, it's fucking simple. No, Mithrax I mean, is fucking up. simple in general. Doesn't matter. I'm just trying to think. Did we have a brick wall this expansion? This tier. Did we have? What a about brick wall? the blood boss? I feel oh, no, like we, he was. We kind like of three a... shot him the first time. Really. Yeah, he was oh. either. Uh, oh, dude, our healing team is on point. Our healing team is like fucking spot on every fucking week. Uh, this is the first time in a very long time where I haven't had to worry about our healing team. As someone who used to be a main healer for our guild, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's like, they got this. Good. Um. Uh, no. No, I, I felt maybe we were a little slow on the Cthrax, not the Cthrax boss, the spider boss guy, the the DPS check. I can't remember his name. Yeah. One that's got the agility pole they arm. Have, their, their names are like almost the same. Remember? Zethrax? Zethrax. I think that's it. Um, I, That fucker, we had a little bit of an issue on him because we were gearing and carrying a couple DPS to try and get them raid ready to you know to the point where they would be up up and good no, Zek, um Zek that's it um but other than that i would say we've been pretty pretty consistent the whole raid tier maybe a little bit of an issue on Gahun, but it's the final boss and it was more just the ball mechanics trying to get the trying to get the uh people right and the compositions right for that but other than that no i think we've been pretty pretty consistent I will say the first time we killed Zekvos um, on Heroic, the agility polearm dropped for me and our feral druid didn't speak to me for a week. <laughs> you didn't trade it? Or you couldn't well, I needed it. it. I needed it. It oh, was a massive upgrade for me. Gotcha. I was using a 330. It's a, it's a, wow. it's a, three, it's a 370. I yeah. needed it. Mm. Um, but yeah... Uh, no, I think we've been pretty consistent this expansion, which I'm very proud of my group. Um, we had some problems at the start of Legion, but as we progressed we, and as we built back together as a group, because we kind of stopped raiding during Warlords for like a year because Warlords, um, that's all that needs to be said about that. Um, and then once we came back, it was kind of bumpy to start with, but we've got back into our flow and we're good. Chris, how about non-Blizzard games? What have I been doing non- Oh, I've been playing a fuck ton of Spyro. 
Oh, the remastered? Spyro? Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Spyro Remastered. The new Spider-Man DLC hit. I've played through that. I've almost completed all the districts again for the new one. I haven't jumped into New Game Plus on it yet, but I want to. But I'm also playing Spyro, and I want to play that. And Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I have that, but I haven't played it yet. And I don't, I, there's just too many things that I want to do and I want to play and I'm sad and I, I need more time in my life. Yeah. I actually played some non-Blizzard games because I was traveling. I did play I, a lot uh, of Zelda while we were at BlizzCon. Oh, on Switch. Switch with me. Yeah, because I had my Switch nice. with me. I was playing um, Hollow Knight on Switch, which was super fun. Is. It's a Metroidvania style game. Do you oh, know cool. what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh it's very cartoony and cool and dark. It's kind of like I don't even know what character you are. You're kind of like this little asshole type of thing. And you have like a sword a sword that's a nail and you have to like fight little guys and get power-ups and it's really interesting. I had hit a brick wall in it and I Put it down for months and then i picked it back up again and it's really cool and between that and dead cells um i need an easier game to play because both of those games are super hard so as a point we're coming up to 15 minutes and we haven't even touched the news yet all right well we should probably we should probably on, but, do that um um yeah but switch is yeah. great for traveling i highly Which recommend is great for traveling 100 percent agree everyone should have a switch they're mm. so good um, so, listener feedback, we didn't get much, but we didn't expect much, because let's call everyone was show. doing things, and we haven't had a show in a little while, so, you know, it's all good, it's all good, but we love you, you need to, you, now that we're back, and now that we're doing stuff, you'll need to get in contact with us, uh, you can email feedback at azrlcdc.com, or you can send messages on our Discord. Yep. Get to it, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to do um, our top countries? Go for it. Yes, um, there was a bit of uh, rearranging of the countries that have been listening, but they're all still the same countries. Um, number one was US, the UK, Canada, Australia, and Germany. Ooh. Thanks for listening. And while we didn't produce a show last week, the top listen to episode was Boom, 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 I Want You in My Tomb. I just it won't go away. <laughs> Even when we don't make a show, it. people find that show and listen to it. I have no idea what's going on. Internet, okay. help us. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the news. Uh, and essentially our topic as well, because everything we're going to be talking about, we're going to be breaking down because it was all BlizzCon stuff. Yay, BlizzCon! Yeah. And mm. peppering in some of our BlizzCon experience while we're yes. at it. Um, so, uh, first off, let's talk about the behemoth that is World of Warcraft. We got more information about uh, two of our up-and-coming patches, uh, 8.15 and 8.2. Um, first off, let's talk about 8.15. Okay. We're finally getting the things that were promised to us a long time ago. Called mm -hmm. Humans and Zandalari Trolls will be available for all players with the expansion to pick up and do the uh, achievement quests um, for people who are unaware of what these races can be. Kiltiran humans will be able to be druids, hunters, mages, monks, priests, rogues, shamans, and warriors. 
Um, and for Zandalari trolls, my brothers on the horde, you get to be druids, hunters, mages, monks, priests, rogues, shamans, warriors, and the big one that everyone is super, super hyped about, paladins. Why are they hyped about that? Because on the horde, we've only had two races that could be paladins since Burning, since Burning Crusade, and then again in Cataclysm with the introduction of Torrens. So Blood Elves and Torrens were the only thing we could have. Now we get Zandalari trolls, and it fits so well because you're not follow. Well, you are following a god, but you're more following Loas, and it's ra- uh, it's so cool. It's so cool. I love it. I'm excited. I've already got two people in my raid group who are swapping to Zandalari paladins. I'm losing a BM hunter, and I can't remember what the other one is. I'm really sad about that, but I'm happy for them because they get to be what they want to be. <laughs> Even though it didn't exist. Even though it didn't <laughs> exist. Okay. I know that uh, from our <laughs> guild, Arlie is switching to Kul'Taren immediately. Kul'Taren Druid, understandable, understandable. I, I swapped to Magar Orc when I could. The second I was able to, my monk is now Magar Orc. I didn't even know Magar Orcs came out. They were there at launch. We got Magar Orcs, you got Dark Iron. Oh, 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 that's what that was. I got you. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> switch to Dark Iron Dwarfs on Alliance. Uh, I am one of two Maghars in my guild. <laughs> cool. Um, let's see. We oh, this is a nice one. Arathi Basin and Warsong Gulch are getting a visual facelift. Finally, I'm happy for yeah. this because they're the original battlegrounds, and they need it. They need it. There is a big difference. It looks a lot better. Yeah, I love it. Um, Darkman Fair is getting a roller coaster. Yep. Fun. Uh, Warlords of Dara time walking. There'll be a new portal room in Stormwind and Orgrimmar, taking you to all the do, cities and all the places. Do people really want Warlords of Draenor time walking? I like the Warlords dungeons. There was nothing wrong with the Warlords dungeons. There was just there was no content after those. That was the problem with Warlords. You got everything at launch, and then there was nothing. And then when there was something, there wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, Brawler's Guild is coming back. First introduced in Mr. Pandaria. Brought back every expansion as just a fun thing for you to do in your free time. It's coming back, finally. Been long awaited. Uh, we're getting new PvP brawls, profession quest lines, new profession items, and updates to the holidays. All good things. All very good things. Yep. But that's not the big thing that we want to talk about. It's the next one. 8.2. Because we're getting a new raid. So, people who, don't, people who don't want to be spoiled, this is your spoiler warning, come back in five minutes. Which means okay, ten minutes. Okay, that's it. <clears throat> we will be getting the zone of Nazjatar. Which is our Argus, basically, for this expansion. Not that we know of. Not that we the know same of. Kind of thing. No, not that we know of at all. This Argus was the last part of the expansion. We don't know that this is the last part of the expansion. Oh, yeah, you're right. There could be another zone like that. There could be plenty more. We don't know what we're getting. Mm. That's the whole point. Um, we're getting Nazjatar, which is the capital of the Naga, and Queen Ashara herself. Because we're getting a new raid environment. Ashara's Eternal Palace. Which may feature the controversial underwater 
raid boss fight. I'm okay with this. If we get to see Ashara, I'm okay with this. If we get to kill that bitch, I'm okay with this. As long as it, I, I feel like if it's the last fight, people will go apeshit. I, I, yeah, if it's like the last fight of the expansion, I would be okay with it. If it's the last fight of the tier, I'd be okay with it. If it's, it's like a, a side boss that you don't have to clear, I think a lot of people would be happier because for whatever it's reason, a there's a lot of people that don't want to do an underwater fight. It's Ashara. People need to just suck it up and deal with it. She's a fucking naga. She's going to be underwater. Yep. <laughs> like, it's literally her thing. Water is her thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we're getting Najatar, we're getting a new raid uh, of Ashara, uh, Eternal Palace, but we're also getting another new zone. Was Mechadon. Mechagon, not Don, Mechagon. Mechagon. Um, and with that, we will be getting the Mechagon Mega Dungeon, which is literally what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Kind of um, like, um, uh, what was that dungeon? That we just had in the last expansion. It was like that. Karazhan. Karazhan, exactly. I can't believe you just said, what is that dungeon called? I, my head's foggy. No, 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 just just because it's Karazhan. Oh, you're a Borlars baby, Karazhan. you don't understand the importance of Karazhan. <laughs> no. Freaking Warlords babies. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> yeah, and like, the story behind the Mechagon is pretty cool, because like, there's this guy, is it Mecha... He's got I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't at name. the panel. I was not at the so, panel. <clears throat> basically, there's this gnome who's trying to like make a master race of gnomes by replacing their limbs with like mechanical parts. Is his name Hitler? No. Because um, you know he tried to make a master race. I think it's Mecha something. <laughs> it's all fucking Mecha something. Mecha <laughs> so he's making mecha gnomes. Uh-huh. And there's if you like we'll have a link in the show notes, but you can see like they look like regular gnomes, but a lot of their body parts have been replaced with like mechanical elements. And supposedly the more mechanical you are, the higher in this, you know, mechanical gnome society you were supposed to be. Um and you know, there's some thoughts or you know, people are speculating that this may be the new allied race, maybe the mecha gnomes will be helping us after we free them from this evil uh, guy who's trying to switch them over to be mechanical. Y'all can have mechanomes, we'll grab Volpira, we'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> you it know what, more, that's... It is way so more likely that the Horde, if Volpira become allied races, Horde are getting I know, them. I know, the more and so more... Sad. This makes it you does, so sad. Like, I can't even, like, I can't even say anything about that. It's like, obviously... You know I'm right. I mean, but... <laughs> If we get mecha gnomes instead of that, I probably still wouldn't like change to be a, a mecha gnome. I don't know. No, it's it's like a, a bastardized gnome. No, it's an enhanced gnome because they're cyborgs. I mean, I kind of I like the aesthetic of it. It looks kind of cool, but I still wouldn't feel like a real gnome. I would. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you sense. You won't feel like a real boy? Exactly. I would have a Pinocchio complex. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> As with the 8.1 patch, 8.2 will be continuing the story for our, uh, for the um, war campaign for both Horde and Alliance. So we'll be continuing that as well through the 
for the um, 8.2 store uh, patch release. Uh, we're also getting some new heritage armor for gnomes and tauren, and those tauren totems and the, the tauren arm are so fucking good. It's so fucking good. So excited. I love it. I don't even have a tauren. I'm going to level a tauren just for that armor. Just so I can have that armor on a tauren. Yep. Um, the gnome, the gnome heritage armor is also awesome. It is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. They're doing a very good job with these heritage armors for the original races. I'm very happy with them. Um, I like that it's kind of copperish bronze and got gears on it. Well, the the torn one is just is very natural. It's very it, it feels very torny. It's very mother earthy. I love it. Is it too similar to the high mountain torn heritage armor? No, I think I think there's distinct differences in it. I think it's, it's different enough. Yeah. Um. Well, that's okay. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, two new island expedition locations coming. We've got Crestfall and Snow Blossom. One of the uh, the Snow Blossom one is a Pandaria based one, so that's very cool. Pretty interesting. Hmm. Uh, hopefully, we'll be getting some new Pandaran architecture here because I love the Pandaran architecture. It's so so pretty. Um, and we'll be getting heroic warfronts and flying in eight point two. Flying, flying heroic warfronts, both, including both very mecha- good mechanical parrots. Interesting. I am interested by the mechanical parrots. I'm not gonna lie. I want the um, bee. I mean, how cute would it be for a gnome to be flying a bee? All of this info was released mm. during the Warcraft What's Next panel, as well as following panels such as the. Uh, Warcraft Q&A, as well as interviews throughout uh, the BlizzCon event with developers and such. So if you do want to get full information on everything that's coming out in these two patches, you can get all of that on the virtual tickets for the actual panels themselves, as well as interviews on MMO Champion, Wowhead, and such. Now yeah, the heroic, the, <laughs> the heroic Warfronts, I'm very excited about this because we've talked about it on the show that we wanted to queue as a raid group to do a Warfront as a guild. And, and for um, there to be actual difficulty to it. Yeah, and this is going to be that, hopefully. It's, it's so. a step to that. It's a step towards that. I mean, I'm very happy for it. The, the one thing that they mentioned in the panel, Chris, which was hilarious, was like, you may actually have to defend when the enemy is attacking a town in order to save it. I was like, why is this even why a feature? Is that not even, like, why is that not a thing <laughs> in the base thing? Exactly. That like, should be a thing. <laughs> Yes, when it says the enemy is attacking, you should be like, oh, oh shit, God, I need to... to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. Not like, oh, whatever, the NPCs will take care of it. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's just, I don't know. It kind of points out how unfinished this was yeah. to begin with. Um, Agreed. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I can't wait to queue as a raid group. I'm very and, excited for it. Like, you know... And you know what I'm what I'm hoping for is that maybe it prompts you to have to be in like multiple channels in Discord. Like maybe you got one group doing one thing over here. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. That's going to be too too annoying. I think it would be fun. (laughs) I think it would be really fun. I don't want to be able to be in a group and just. I'm sorry. Your 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 guild should be. If you're doing heroic grading, you should be coordinated enough to be able to be in a channel and deal with multiple chats going on at the one time I, I don't, I, yeah. splitting people up is not helpful it just confuses things nope one channel you should all be able to coordinate I mean efficiently I, th- 
I think it's going to be interesting in the actual heroic warfront if they're going to if it's going to reward you splitting up into smaller teams and doing multiple Well, you'll objectives. have to do that anyway. Yeah, you'll have to do that anyway, but I mean, there's no reason to split up Discord for that. Okay. Because you, you, as as a coordinated group, you should be coordinated enough to be able to deal with, okay, our team's going here, and okay, we need help, come, 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 come. Stuff like that, because if you're on a different channel, you can't call for help and stuff like that. That's a bad thing. Mm. That's, it doesn't that's allow my personal dream, Chris, is that there's going to be something so complicated that we're going to have to split up Discord and be in multiple channels. Well, you will not be playing WoW for that, I can guarantee that. <laughs> uh moving on <laughs> oh by um, by the way the um the leader of mechagon uh-huh. his name is uh king mechagon of course it is <laughs> very original blizzard <clears throat> the okay. zone is mechagon it's king mechagon and, and it's mechagon, mechagon mega, mega dungeon. dungeon yeah i love it <sighs> so original blizzard <laughs> so moving on we found out some interesting information about Classic WoW. Not only was it available to play on the show floor as well as on the virtual ticket for people at home, but we found out that Classic WoW will be available to anyone who has a WoW subscription. Once it launches, cool. you can have access to it as long as you have a Live, live Realm subscription. Uh, and Which, which kind of makes sense because it's basically just another server. Yeah, but one of the biggest things that a lot of people were worried about was, okay, well, is there going to be a separate subscription so they can actually pay for the server maintenance and pay for upkeep as well as development time and update time? Because the thing is with WoW Classic, they've had to build up, they've had to build it from the ground up. It's like the spiral Mm. in the Crash remakes. They've had to build these things from the ground up because the original code didn't exist. I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're going to sell it like quote as an expansion and like. You're gonna to have to buy it. Well, we don't know that information or... yet. We don't know that information yeah. yet. But what we do know is that it is expected to release during the summer of 2019 release window. Which is crazy that they said that, and I can't yeah. believe it's that early. It's crazy. I was that floored it's, that it was that early. It's like what eight nine months away. Less than a year away. Jesus Christ! I mean, eight nine yeah. months away at most. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Eight thirty one. That's probably when it's going to come. <laughs> okay. Next one filled everyone with incredible amounts of joy watching the cinematic for this announcement. Everyone? Everyone who actually is intelligent and knows what this is, Kevin. <laughs> um, Warcraft 3 is being reforged into HD glory, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for people who played Warcraft 3 back in the day... It is an, uh, an RP. It is the RPG that essentially birthed World of Warcraft because literally they used the same engine for the longest fucking time. Um, it will be. Re- Wait, did, did we get a release date? They, they said about summer. No, said it's coming out next year. They said next year. It is come. It is being released next year. Uh, it is already available for pre-purchasing on uh, the Battle.net launcher. And you will be getting in-game goodies for all of Blizzard's IPs when you purchase this game. Including, including amount. Amount for World of Warcraft that is uh, just so disgusting. I love it. What is it? What is it, Chris? You tell us. It is a something. meat wagon. And you get to fling critters with the meat wagon. It is it's like a like a mini uh, catapult. It's disgusting and horrible and glorious. I love it. 
at the show floor, there were, you had you had access to uh, the Warcraft Three demo, and you were able to play um, the Culling, which for people who have played World of Warcraft, especially during Wrath of the Lich King, will remember the Culling of Stratholme dungeon. That met that dungeon we got to play from the original game remastered up into HD glory. Um, and Not only was it remastered, but... it was changed a little. It was nice because what we noticed and what was also on the feedback page for when you actually played uh, the demo, they changed the map design to match closely what the what the Stratholme map design is in World of Warcraft. So what it looks like, because obviously World of Warcraft has existed for 14 years and we have these very specific and well-known layouts to all of these zones now, it looks like they may be updating the map slightly to more realistically reflect those known uh, versions of the game, of the wor- of the world that we know. Which I'm very excited for. Hmm. That is interesting. It was nice to run around a Stratholme that was like... Because I noticed it while I was playing. Because I, I play Warcraft 3 all the time. I love that game. I play through it just because... Just for shits and gigs. I noticed while we were playing... While I was playing, this layout is different. It, it, it didn't click right away that I was running around a Stratholme. Running around essentially Stratholme. But I noticed very quickly that the layout was very different. But it wasn't to a sense that this is really affecting gameplay and the immersion of it, but it was more of just a they, may, they must have changed it. It's nice. And then once I actually, once later on once it clicked and once I was reading through the feedback I was like, holy crap, that was actually Stratholme. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I noticed that they're doing with this remastered is like the hero characters are getting very detailed, upgraded mm. models, 3D yes. models. But yes, the rest of the units are not getting that. Was that jarring, or it's, how was that? I'll disagree that they're. I'll disagree slightly because I do think they are getting HD upgrades, and they do look brilliant, and they do look beautiful. But they are definitely not getting as high res and as detailed models as the main characters, which you can expect though, because you can't because ex- you're gonna have like. You're gonna have like fifty of these peons running around, whereas you're gonna have one high-resed Arthas. Right. So, I kind of understand that, and I and I'm okay with that because that's that's how these kind of games work. the The peons and the grunts that we deal with, they're gonna be like a million and one of. You don't really care what they look like as long as they look pretty enough to kind of not break the immersion, and they're pre- and they they've got enough detail to kind of match everything around you. But the big important heroes like the Uthers, the Arthuses, the Thralls, the Janas, they need to be distinct. And I'm okay that they have got the bigger, shinier models because they need to stand out. Especially the fact that okay. Map Creator is available, so we're probably going to get a remastered original Dota as well. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, people are already that. talking about that. Yeah, that's already flooding everywhere. Remastered original Dota. It's going to be great. Mm. Um, next item Warcraft is 14 years old and it makes me feel old as fuck <laughs> yeah like I feel so fucking old is that like half of your life <laughs> yeah it's literally half of my life I'm turning 28 this oh my year God. 
God. I've been playing Warcraft for half of my life. Wow. Crazy, right? Is that just hitting you right now? Kind of is, actually. Like, it really fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> um, to celebrate the 14-year anniversary for World of Warcraft, the uh, the um, old vanilla bosses will be returning. The vanilla world bosses will be returning, including Lord Kazak, um, Azurgos, and the Dragons Ooh. of Nightmare. Uh, they will I didn't be returning see what they drop. They will be returning to drop three fifty eye level loot, uh, as well <laughs> as as well as that loot being transmog gear that you cannot get anymore. They're only available during the anniversary event. Uh, these are these are transmogs that were available back in vanilla, and once these bosses were removed, you could not get anymore. They're bringing them back for the anniversary event, so make sure you do these bosses every single day to try and get your loot because you can do them daily. You know what I hate about that though is like. The stuff that's not transmogable. All of it's transmogable. Like a finger. Okay, but that's just actual loot pieces. Like that's not a bad yeah. thing. And there's only one or two of them. There's like a loot. There's like Good a. Good if you need gear. Yeah, there is. Let me just check. There's there's two fingers, and there's two necks out of the entire loot list, and that's like over thirty items. So you're good people. <laughs> You're good. I really need to run these. I want to see if I can get some of this loot. Um, also, you get the uh, XP bonus uh, active item that you can use that'll give you 14% XP increase this year, because obviously it goes up 1% every year. Um, they'll be bringing... They'll be this will also include uh, time-walking badges, as well as a new item that will be uh, available this year, the over-tuned Corgi goggles. Uh, you literally wear these goggles and every NPC that you see whenever will look like a Corgi and they'll be a good boy or girl. And I love it. It's adorable. Uh, that will be sold for 200 time walking badges. Where, where is the quest NPC that gives you the quest to actually do this? Oh, Stormwind. Uh, you can okay. either go to Stormwind or you can be in a, yep. or it just I got it when I logged in. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I don't care as much about like the corgi goggles or things like that. You're but insane. I I like the option to try to get some of these old pieces of gear that. I wasn't around for. You, know? you are an insane person. <laughs> so yeah, you pick up a quest quest in Stormwind to kill those three old bosses, and they say that you can do that every day. Yes. So that's cool. So um, we are going to skip the next item, and then we're going to roll back to it because it's the big one. So we're going to okay. yeah, we're okay. going to okay. deal with that later. Spoilers, it's Diablo. <laughs> um, but first we're going to talk about Hearthstone, uh, because the new uh, expansion was announced, and it is Rastakhan's Rumble. We're getting a troll expansion! Is that going to make you actually play the game? It actually might. I love trolls. Trolls are great. Trolls are so fun. Okay. It actually might get me to play Hearthstone again. Um, mm. Oh, come on. You can't say trolls aren't great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll be getting the new keyword overkill. Um, essentially, 
trying to think how to try to think the best way to describe it. Cards with if overkill triggers tra- cards with overkill triggers additional effects when they kill a minion by doing damage that exceeds their maximum health. Is that right? Something like that. You do more damage than they have health. Okay. Yeah. I'm not good at describing Overwatch stuff because I'm uh, not Overwatch stuff. Uh, I'm not good at describing Hearthstone stuff because I'm not actually good at Hearthstone. That's my problem. <laughs> and this is supposed to come out on or before December fourth. Yes, it'll be out in so December. It's like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's it, it always is though with Hearthstone. They always announce it and then it's there. Uh, it'll also be including some uh, new legendary minions, some uh, troll champions, as well as some interesting Loa cards. I don't know what a lot of, we don't know what a lot of the Loas do, um, but I'm quite interested to see because I, I wish Chris was here. He, I wish Gavril was here. He's the one that knows all of the Hearthstone stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be fun though. I like, I like trolls, and it might actually, I might actually get the. The fifty card bundle, just because, just because. <laughs> okay. Let's talk. You do Overwatch because you're you're our Overwatch guy. You do Overwatch. Uh, yeah, I'm the least Overwatch guy of any I of us. But I um, mean, you you are. <laughs> uh, Ash was announced. She is a new hero. That's, um. Hard to kind of describe, but like a cross between like a range shooter. Yeah, she well, a rifle shooter. Um, She's got a rifle. She's got TNT. She has a mechanical friend named Bob, who is is her ultimate ability. Um, I'm sure you guys have already seen a bunch of videos about it out on the internet. Uh, You really need to just watch the cinematic that she was um, created from. Really, they. They created her from the cinematic, which was she, interesting. Yeah, she didn't exist because they were saying that during one of the panels. She didn't exist yeah. until they actually made the McCree cinematic, and they loved her and Bob so much they made her a hero. Yeah, which is totally it's cool. So cool. Um, one of the things I will say is uh, watching that cinematic. Um, it was amazing because you had Matt Mercer, the amazing voice actor for McCree, just having this weird sexual tension with Jennifer Hale, the amazing voice actor for um for Ash, and it was just it was such a it was such a good back and forth. I love those two. Um and yeah. I, oh I need more of the Ash McCree dynamic and there needs to be more of it. They're great. Yeah. And that cinematic is called Reunion. Mm-hmm. Um and it also has some some origins of that zone. I can't remember what the zone is called. Uh, that was Route featured. 60. I want to say 69, but I don't think it's 69 because that's just a sexual thing. <laughs> 66. Okay. I yes. went straight no, to 69. Okay. No, not. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I wish I could edit. I wish I cared to edit that out. Um, Route 69. <laughs> I'm just hoping that at that point, <laughs> Arlie is like. Drinking like some tea or something and just spit take. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I'll have to put a spoiler or a, a <laughs> drink warning in there first. No, please do not. All right, um, but yeah, it kind of has some origins of that zone a little bit, like the train falling off the tracks that you see when you enter the zone from the offensive side, mm-hmm. um, and it brings in this kind of weird 
um, new mechanical or robot character that they were kind of, um, they didn't really say much about her, the, the new robot character, but like that character may eventually be a hero too. We don't know. I can't actually um, remember her name. Yeah, they did mention her name because it wasn't mentioned in the actual show or in the cinematic itself. Yeah. But, but I think we knew who she um, was, but I can't remember her name because I'm a terrible yeah. human being. Yeah. And that is one of the cool things about being in the Overwatch arena, even though that's not like our thing. Um, we have gone there the past two years to watch the opening ceremony mm-hmm. and uh, the Overwatch arena is where Jeff Kaplan will come out on that stage and he he is by far the most like I love he, Uncle he's Jeff. the coolest he is the coolest like employee at, at Blizzard. I I'm think. sorry. Like, Everyone fucking loves <laughs> Uncle Jeff. He is amazing and he's such a showman and like to be there when he comes out on stage, people go fucking crazy. Oh yeah. When they see Jeff Kaplan. Like it doesn't matter yeah. if you're if you are an Overwatch player or an overwatch fan if you see jeff kaplan just come out because you know he's just gonna just be adorable yeah we're just mm-hmm. we just we just go crazy everyone loves jeff yeah. and <laughs> they were you know during the opening cinematic he's talking or during the opening ceremony he's talking about like oh well you know we were thinking about making a character if we were going to make a character from this video and he's like what about this guy and they're showing like all these you know random people that like get killed during the cinematic of the bandit crew which is interesting yeah so like there may actually be some backstory there but everyone was just laughing their asses off they're like what about this random guy who's sitting on top of a train shooting at people it's like oh man it was just it was really funny and then they said ash and people went fucking crazy and like they already loved her and all of her merchandise fucking sold out instantly and yeah yeah people are really amped about that She's like this badass chick with white hair and this crazy robot friend. I don't know. And they really uh, need to start doing more longer form and ag- content. Again like this. with again with the I don't think they could have got a better voice actor for her as well. She plays that part fucking perfectly. Yeah. It's and so the way good. that she screams Bob and Bob Jennifer <laughs> like, Hill's so fucking great. good. So fucking good. Yeah. Um She's next up. Starcraft. We'll talk about this quickly. Um, Zeratul Co-op Commander is coming. I'm gonna double check. I don't think it's. I don't think he's available currently. Um, but uh, the people have been asking for him. People have been wanting him. You get your wish, people. Zeratul is available. You can get him on the store right now. Uh, on the European store, he is three nine three pounds ninety nine pence. Uh, I think on the US store he'll be what five dollars, give or take. Yes, double check. Isn't it interesting they kind of created these characters for Heroes of the Storm and $5. are bringing them back? There it is, five dollars. Well, I guess they didn't. No, create. he was, was already in say, the game. I was going to say every single hero in Stark, every single Starcraft co-op commander is. Was was a big a big thing in StarCraft before they were in Heroes. Stukov, Even Sergeant Nova, Hammer. Sar- uh, okay, so the specific the specific <laughs> the specific the specific Sergeant Hammer. No, but the unit, yes. Yeah, the unit, the, yeah. the actual cannon unit was a thing in World and and StarCraft, and they brought 
Sergeant Hammer out of that into Heroes of the Storm. Lieutenant Morales? Lieutenant Morales, again, the exact same thing as, as Sergeant Hammer. The specific person? No. But the unit has been a massive thing since the original StarCraft. Okay. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's kind of weird that they invented these characters and they're you know, bringing them back to the StarCraft game that they were conceived from. It's nice to see that especially because Heroes is actually getting some fucking lore and story behind it which we'll talk about in a minute uh, that they are bringing that into the actual main franchises. I like that. I like that because we've got Morales and we've got Hammer out of that and I like it. I think it's great. And I'm, I'm hoping that kind of forces them to think about that first and to really build the lore into the game itself and then kind of bring that to life in other Blizzard IPs like Heroes. Agreed. Completely. But, as right. I mentioned, we're going to talk about Heroes next. <clears throat> okay. So, for the first time ever, Heroes of the Storm got a Nexus-born hero. Orphea, which wasn't the Raven Lord. Which wasn't the Raven Lord. Even though they've been hyping the Raven Lord for like past But there's a reason so. they've been hyping the Raven Lord, because Orphea is the daughter of the Raven Lord. Uh-huh. So, yeah, she's a, she's a short-ranged uh, caster assassin. She's very bursty, very glass cannony. And very mobile. Very, very mobile, and the damage she does right now is insane. I imagine we're going to see some nerfs for her pretty soon. Um, because even I fucking almost full-wiped a team on her uh, a couple nights ago without even trying. <laughs> She is, she is, whew, she's, she's an interesting one. Um, but that's not all that's coming from Heroes. We are getting some significant system overhauls, uh, just like we did last year. We're getting them, we're getting more this year. They're going to be some significant XP changes. Um, for example, Forts and Keeps will no longer reward XP, but you'll be getting more XP from minions and other resource, other sources. Um, Heroes classifications are being completely changed. Uh, Specialist is gone. Uh, Tank is being split up to Tank and Bruiser. Support is being split up to become Healer and Support. And people are being moved around in places you wouldn't expect, but you kind of do. Raised Assassins, Melee Assassins. Yep, Assassins getting split up. Specialist is going away, and that uh, those heroes as well as Assassin heroes are getting split up into Melee and Ranged Assassins. Zarya is going to be a Support hero is so weird no it's not because she's not really a tank or a bruiser she is definitely someone who provides support to her team with crowd control and shields she is a support it's the same with Mm. medivh he's he was never a specialist he was always a support but they didn't have just support the only they move tassadar into support tassadar is is moving to support tassadar is moving to support because he is a support Uh, and taranda is moving to healer because she is a healer and yeah, it's it's nice to see what these. It's nice to finally get some very obvious, especially for new players. It's nice to see some very obvious clarifications on what these heroes actually do. You know what they need to do with Taranda? They should seriously make her multi class. No, Taranda's fine. Learn to play. They're getting rid of multi class. Multi class is going away. Multi class does not exist. Varian's going into. Where does Varian go? Varian's going Bruiser. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's good because people don't know how to fucking. The right spec, anyway. 
Because even when he's... He, the thing is, even when he goes protection, he's not really that tanky. He's still pretty easy to kill. Yeah. So he should be Bruiser, because he does a fuck ton of damage, regardless of the spec he does. Yeah. I was I was only happy because Gazlo went to melee assassin, and Chris was like, we don't need a second specialist. Gazlo's garbage. He's a specialist. No, but... Ga- we were you, playing our it's, game. It's a still a situation where, if you have a Zagara, you really still shouldn't take a Gazlo. That's still mm. that's still always going to be the case. If you have an Asmodan, you don't need a Gazel. That's still go. That's still going to be the case, it's, Kevin, whether you like it or not. It's still unclear how they're going to be tweaking these characters to fit these new roles. They're because not tweaking. I feel They've already said they're not tweaking. They're just changing the classifications. That's what it is. They no. They definitely said some characters would be tweaked. Some will be tweaked. Gazel will roles. be tweaked because he already fits that role. He already fits melee assassin because he's a melee assassin. Okay, so it's it's going to be interesting nonetheless. I, I'm i looking forward to the changes. They also mentioned, Chris, the one thing that you don't have here is they are going to force actual team comps in quick match uh, going forward. Yes, they will be forcing, uh, be forcing the design of the, I believe it was... The archetype of like a healer, a bruiser, tank. Was it melee or ranged? It was one of them. I think they just want to make sure that there's at least a tank and a healer. I believe they said there was gonna there was gonna make sure unless you have broken the, you know, unless you're a five or a four and you've broken it and you've done your own thing, they're gonna make sure that there's at least a tank, a melee D, melee or, or caster DPS and a support. At a minimum and quick match, there will always be if you're queuing on your own, it will try the and match. make sure you get that three. The matchmaker will now prioritize including a tank, healer, and ranged assassin ranged assassin on each quick match team. So those those three roles. Those three roles tank, are healer, prioritized. ranged assassin. But as I said, if you're a full five man and you queue up with what used to be specialists, like a full five group of specialists, then you know, you've done your own thing. That's you. But if you're solo mm-hmm. queuing, it will try and make sure you get those three at a minimum. Which I'm okay with because I might actually play Quick Match again because I don't play it because it because it's fucking dumb. <laughs> I'd much rather have a blind pick system like League of Legends has. That's easier. It's so much fun, so much, so much better. Uh, anyway, uh, we're also getting changes to ranked. Um, had a link, had a link to it all, but it's my browser crashed, so I don't have it anymore. But they are redesigning the rank system. They are getting rid of promo matches. They are getting rid of uh, demotion matches. They are changing the ranks that we will be working with. Where the fuck is the 2019 thing? Because I had it. There it is. Gameplay upgrade. Oh, it's not actually fucking there. They did speak about this, didn't they? The What's Next panel? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. I mean, what what they're going to be doing is getting rid of the difference between like a solo queue and team queue. It's all just going to be ranked. And then like, if you want to, you can choose if you're a solo player to play with other solo players. That was so it. Essentially, you can pick to do a solo queue. And be forced into queuing with other players that are also in solo queue, but like 
that's not the default anymore. The default is just going to be you queue up and you get put with other people that are either in groups or not in groups, and you're helping to fill out those groups. I so, had it, and I can't find it now. Oh, that's because it wasn't on the fucking... Because it wasn't on the official MMO... It wasn't on the official Heroes page. It was on MMO Champion, I found it. <laughs> Which is so dumb. I see. Yes, uh, Hero League and Team League are being merged. Uh, the, t- uh, the team is currently looking at a... Uh, to use the unified MMR, players reaching the leaderboards will have a separate en- entries for solo and standard queues, yada, yada, yada. Uh, there is no, sadly, there is no plans for a fourth ban in 2019. Sad face. <laughs> hmm. um, player restrictions will be reintroduced to ranks uh, if it's a party of less than five players. If a party of five, if it's a party of five players, there'll be no restrictions. But the team's combined MMR will be set to the MMR of the highest ranked person in the party. They're they're also making a lot of little changes and a lot of tweaks to gameplay that you should go read about. Um, I'll link to a specific article that. You know, has talks about armor tweaks, catapult tweaks, um, boot, no more stim packs. They've been replaced with boosts, things Which like that. Are so that, fucking good, by the way. Yeah, I've been getting so much extra XP and gold and shit. It's great. Oh, that's already live in the game. Oh yeah, it came out with the Orphea patch. Oh shit! Somebody's gonna log in. <laughs> Somebody gotta log in. <laughs> um, I really hope that they do a Black Friday sale and they give you like a three hundred and sixty. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do that, I think, this year. Um, as a point out as well, rank points are being removed. Uh, MMR changes will instead be directly affecting your rank. Because you will now see your MMR. Yeah. Actually be able to see the MMR. People cheered about that during the oh, panel. And they are dropping placement matches to three. That's a huge difference. Having to do 10 was like a fucking slog. <laughs> it was. It did take up a lot of time. But uh, for your first place, for your first time in ranked, I understand 10 placements because they need to see where you're going to match up. But for every successive, you know, camp, um, rank season after that, unless you've missed like two or three, I think three is a perfect number. If you miss two or three, I think you should go back to. 10 because you've missed months and months of gameplay you don't know what the fuck's changed um Mm. they did also let us know about two reworks that are coming in december uh the fan favorites that are stitches and sylvanas will be getting some uh overhauls to their kits and we'll be seeing them heading in december they are they want to keep sylvanas and stitches to who they are and who they have been in the Nexus so far but there are some things that they need to look at um, I am excited to see this this team wants, uh, wants Stitches to be a tank he takes too much damage um, uh, so they need to work on that but they need to keep. They want to keep him as the setup for those epic kills with his cooks um, Sylvanas is somewhat unique um, because they want to keep the uniqueness of her black arrow, but they also understand that it's going to be kind of crazy. 
So they're 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 working on it, but we'll see them. We'll see more details on them in September. Yeah, and not September. Like I said, there's going to be Um, again, for full information on everything we spoke about, you can go to uh, the virtual ticket if you have access to it, or you can go to MMO Champion. You can go to Wowhead. You can go to all these places that give you all this information on the games I've spoken about. Um. A lot of stuff came out. <laughs> LB, Heroes of the Storm is still a good game. It's not a dead game. I don't know why you uninstalled it. I used to play a lot with us, and now you don't. I don't get it. Uh, please write into the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Or no, feedback at AzerothCTC.com. Boy. Anyway, <clears throat> Chris. The note you have in here about mm-hmm. mobile games. No, 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 wait, wait. We're going to talk about that with the Diablo stuff. All right, go for it. Let's, okay. let's open the floodgates. So, last thing we're going to talk about, and then we're going to wrap up. 15 minutes or less. Diablo. The announcement we that... Need to, <laughs> we need to put a time frame on this, because <laughs> if we don't, it will go on. It will go on. 15 minutes or less. Diablo. The announcement that came at BlizzCon 2018 was Diablo Immortals. The first of what Blizzard has already announced will be multiple mobile games for all of Blizzard's IPs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it kind of did explode a little bit. Uh, very negative. I mean, because we wanted Diablo 4, because even though they told us to... You know, hold back your expectation, guys. You know, we're gonna announce like they're like we're gonna announce stuff, and then Multiple they were like projects, yada yada yada. But yeah, we we're not know. gonna announce the big stuff. I mean, the the fact that they're making these like pre announcements of announcements is kind of frustrating to begin with, especially when they're telling us to like cool our jets and like you know it's not gonna be as good as you thought it was gonna be, basically. And then they don't announce Diablo 4 and everyone's fucking waiting for the Diablo 4 announcement. Like, that, I, I don't know. It, uh, <laughs> it's difficult up. to even they talk about. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. See if yeah. they announced Diablo Immortals alongside a D4. I don't yeah. think this would... I, I don't think the rage would be here. I don't even think it has anything to do with... Diablo Immortals. It, it's, it doesn't. It's more, it really doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with Diablo Immortals itself because we tried it on the show floor. Did you try I it? I don't know. Yeah, I did try it. Yeah. Okay, we tried it on the show floor. It, it, it plays it really decent. well. It was decent. I mean, the, I did have some feedback about like some of the targeting with the spells, especially as the. Um, wizard as you're running around and trying to target a meteor on something it's fucking hard as hell to like get that to go where you want it to go but maybe they'll tweak some of that gameplay type stuff before launch but overall it was pretty decent and the graphics were good the graphics were great for a mobile game they were playing on i think galaxy s9s Mm -hmm. and you know so i mean that phone has a gorgeous screen to begin with and you know it it was good, you know. It plays was, it plays really well. There's a couple of things, but overall, yeah. considering it's considering it's just hit the announcement phase, it's not even in alpha. Mm. It's not even in beta, so we don't actually have any way to re- like really test and give feedback. It's 
it played really well. I mean, it wasn't clunky. There, there was a couple of issues with targeting, which I agree with the wizard. I completely agree with that one. But it, as a game itself, it's a good game, or at least I think yeah. it has the potential to be. They, 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 they could do the worst thing ever and have like a million and one microtransactions that are gonna fuck it and make it a freemium game, which no one wants. I mean, it can be freemium. I no, mean, I'm sure no, it will no one wants a Diablo freemium like game. That. I would rather pay like twenty bucks and then have access to it. I don't want a Diablo freemium game on my mobile because I just won't play it. I mean, they wouldn't be doing mobile if they weren't thinking about microtransactions. They can There's have going microtransactions, but don't make it fucking freemium. I really hope that they don't do a pay-to-win system. So I don't freemium. think they will. I don't think they will. I don't. I think, think they'll I probably they do. Don't. I mean, I'm hoping that they're going to follow some of kind of like what Heroes of the Storm does, where like maybe you can buy like an EXP potion and get more EXP. I don't know something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to speculate because because we have no basis because this is first. Yeah, this is we have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Um, but what does that mean I mean, for D4? What does that mean for D4? As it's just... It, it really has nothing to do with Diablo 4. It's just not the announcement that okay. we wanted. So what is your logic? Why did they Why did they do this? Why did they... Because on a project... <laughs> like some project manager somewhere is saying, well, this one we can release faster than we can release Diablo 4. So let's announce this one before the other one. Um, Why not just announce and, both considering the community is is just waiting and just throffing and just angry yeah. for D4? I mean, my speculation about that is that people want people focused on games that they can spend money on today. They don't want people waiting to spend money. They want people spending money now. And talking about games that aren't coming out for years and having people wait around for them is not getting the shareholders their money. Okay, so what what do you think Blizzard are thinking now after the complete backlash for from this announcement? Well, I think that there's probably a tug and war go a tug of war going on. I think that there's probably people at Blizzard that I, I mean, look, Blizzard. We talked about this last time. Blizzard used to pre-announce stuff years before it ever came out. They would tease us for fucking ages about it. Like for years, they would tease us about shit. And like, you know, such and such is coming and yada yada. And I don't think they're they're not in that same mentality anymore. And I'm sure there's people at Blizzard that would love to tease stuff now and get it out there and get the word out that they're working on those projects. But um they're they're just not doing that. And and I don't know if it's because um they only want to talk about things that will be coming out or if they don't want to talk about things that aren't coming out because they want people to spend money or maybe the game is changing in the background and like Diablo four is one thing today, but maybe it's something completely different by the time it's actually done. Like not even just, Oh, well we tweak some, some graphics, but maybe it's a different style of game or a different oh, type of game. Like there's a lot of, of speculation. Well, Overwatch. well, what's been happening with, or look at other competitors in the field. I mean, no, but, Torchlight I mean, 2. Even within Blizzard, though, or, Overwatch was supposed to be Titan. It fell apart. 
and Overwatch mm-hmm. was conceived from the, the those assets. Right. And yeah, it could be something like that. It it could be one totally different type of game now. Like um the Torchlight Frontiers, is that what it's called? The one that just got announced? Torchlight 2? Um not Tor- well Torchlight 2 was actually a game, but they have like um a new MMO. Oh, I don't I didn't know that. Frontiers. Yeah, Frontiers. So, you know, like Torchlight Frontiers was just re- well announced or released or you can sign up for beta now i guess but you know that type of i think that's doing what we expected diablo 4 to do which is kind of like there's going to be elements of it that are mmo where there's certain zones that are open world and you can randomly bump into people and kill things alongside them in an action rpg style game um and i think that there's definitely a a lot of us or some of us or me (laughs) that once that kind of um interaction in diablo and you know i want it not just for um open world but also some of the dungeon content to lift some of the restrictions of doing a four-man dungeon you know i think there there should be a variable size of people uh doing dungeons but i have no idea what the logistics are behind that or if that's even possible but you know now now that they've kind of waited and i think they've like they missed their opportunity to be the first action RPG MMO. I mean, that's now something that's been announced and will be available from Torchlight. Um, So, you know, they are going to have to change again and they're going to have to tweak and um, whatever they're doing now can't just be a copy of what Torchlight has already announced and is going to be available. So how are they going to continue to further the genre and make it different and better than what is out there because that's what blizzard loves to do they they don't like to be first to market they like to improve upon what's already out there in the marketplace um so yeah maybe diablo 4 is just something that they're still kind of figuring out what it is going to be and they don't really have a good idea of what that is yet that's why they don't want to announce it my worry about that though is that if they're still trying to figure out what d4 is going to be we are years and years years away from d4 which gives me the genuine terror that we're not going to get a diablo pc upgrade or update for years and yeah, we well, cannot have that because the D- so yes maybe it took them years to get diablo 3 off the ground because it the pc world and the, the internet wasn't really you know it was still developing and it was still all new then when d when d3 came out we, you know, we were also connected, and we are we're even more connected than we were then. It's it's a much bigger problem to have a community like the Diablo community just sitting there, doing what they're doing for years and years when they all want something new, something something that drives them. And if if there isn't even an announcement that it's coming, like even if they said. Even if they showed a picture of Diablo, the word Diablo and four claws, and they said it's coming, that would have been all we needed. That would have been all we fucking needed for us to be, it's coming. We got this for now. Good. Okay, we're good. We're solid. We're happy. That's I think I feel like that's all we fucking needed. 
it's it's just more indications that there is Activision involvement in what's going on at Blizzard. That's, I mean, I can't quantify that. I don't I, really understand I even what that means, but it just feels like there's some meddling going on. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I'm I'm not gonna agree to that. Because this okay. is this is this has always been Blizzard's problem. They don't actually listen to their community. That's always been one of their problems. They'll listen to th- they'll listen to some things, and then the things that are going to drive people like absolutely batshit. As right, I'm fucking looking at you. They don't actually really listen to us. Well, they, I mean, they're fixing Azra. I, I think that's not the problem. They are listening to us, but you know, my. My kind of theory here is that maybe this all started back when the launch of Diablo 3 was fucked up and they had to dedicate more resources than they thought to actually fix the game and make it work than well, potentially moving some of those resources onto other projects much earlier, years earlier in the development cycle. They just made a lot of mistakes with Diablo 3 when it first came out. They have since fixed all those mistakes, but those mistakes were fixed years ago. Like years ago, mm. when did Reaper of Souls come out? I'm having a look. Uh, yeah, but but we could have, they could have potentially, instead of having to like sit there and like basically rework and fix the existing car, they could have moved on to the ne- next car and be starting with that and working that up in the background. You know what they also could have never even known. That. You know what they also could not have done was port it to PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. If they maybe had skipped those. We'd have more development time well, on Diablo. Yeah, 4. we can't we can't speculate on that. I but mean, you, that's what I'm saying. You can't speculate on the other things if if I can't speculate on that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I think that whatever is going on with Diablo Immortal is a stopgap. It's like here's something. Maybe it was conceived to be a stopgap. Maybe it was like, hey, you know, the next time we release Diablo Four is going to be several years. We need to figure out something that we can do in a shorter time frame and get it out faster to plug the gap to make sure that people are still engaged with the Diablo franchise. Because I do feel like each of their games are now franchises and they do treat them like that. And they, they're trying to make sure that there's content in each of those content streams in order to keep people they are different teams though you cannot you cannot compare the the teams because the diablo team is completely separate from the warcraft team the warcraft team is completely separate from the heroes team they have their own projects they have their own they have their own management flow they have their own release schedule that is completely separate from each other i understand that i mean i think but if you're looking at it from a marketing perspective and you're saying like okay here's diablo here's a diablo content stream and we need to make sure that there's stuff periodically throughout that content stream to keep people engaged and buying games and okay, hold making on. transactions. So Reaper of Souls came out March 25th, 2014. The next content mm. upgrade update for it was the Nephilim. Uh, no, the, ne- the Necromancer, which came out in 2017. So we had... Three years later. June 2017. That was a three-year gap of no new content. We are yeah. we have now we are now in 2018, coming into 2019. Yeah, and and, and we have you no can't idea. Even really consider the Necromancer as a major content update. It was one class, right? 
I mean, we don't know what kind of resources that team has or what resources left or what resources were pulled for other games or or if they even had the if they even had the philosophy to try to release something on a semi-regular cadence. All you know? we needed was Diablo's head, the word Diablo, and four claws through it, and someone saying it's coming. That's all we fucking needed. Maybe and they there's couldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe there's legal reasons or maybe there's, you know, stock reasons why they can't do something like that. Diablo's I don't head, know enough about the rules. The word Diablo, four claw marks, it's coming. All we needed. Right. They may have been able to do that in the past, but maybe there's rules that are preventing that from happening. That's all I'm saying. It was an easy shitstorm to avoid. It was an easy shitstorm to avoid yeah. just by saying it's coming. Yeah. And they I mean, still I've watched... get to say it's coming. They've done everything but say it. I mean, but that's the, the problem. Until it's, until it's officially is... announced, it, it might as well not exist. Yeah. It's speculation and guesswork until it's officially announced. Multiple teams working on multiple and projects. And they keep saying that, and it's driving Diablo players insane. It's, it is. It's doing nothing but piss the community off. They're not because... helping it. They're adding, <laughs> they're literally pouring gas on this already massive fire. I don't want multiple projects. I don't want multiple teams. I want one game, and I want one team. I, no, I'm fine with multiple projects. I'm fine with multiple teams. I just want you to tell us if we're getting a PC upgrade at some point. And all you have to do is say, it's coming. Literally, if I say if I say to one of the, the, the Diablo developers, are we getting a PC upgrade? If they answer to me, it's coming. I don't even need them to say, yes, D4 is coming. I just need them to say, it's coming. Because then at least I know, okay, we're getting something. It's coming. I'm happy. It's it's we're we're finally going to be getting a new Diablo something for PCs. That's all we needed to know. But they still I mean, they I, cannot just say PC upgrade coming. They just won't. We know at this point it's not 2019. I mean, there's no way it's going to be next year. I would be surprised if it was 2020, maybe 2021. I mean, problems. whatever it is, it's two or three or years out at this point. These are issues that they have made themselves by just by not just saying a PC upgrade is on, is on its way. I mean, I don't, I don't care when it hits. I really don't. I, I mean, it, I waited, I waited thirteen months for Cataclysm. Thirteen months, I waited, and I was okay with that wait because I knew it was coming. It wouldn't surprise me if they were going to kill the game or kill the kill the product line because they were, I don't they think will it not was kill, like super popular. They will not kill the Diablo franchise because it is one of the most popular franchises. Maybe not maybe not in regards to like a constant revenue stream, but when they release a new uh, something new for Diablo that they on PC, I'm clarifying again, on PC, in fact, even when they brought them to consoles, I have no doubt their Switch version sold fucking millions of fucking uh, yeah. uh, units on launch day. No, that, does, that does remind doubt. me to um, buy the stock now that it's like plummeted because the stock will rebound for but sure. This is, like, this is what I'm saying. I have zero fucking doubt that 
when it launched on PC, it made loads of money. When it lo- when the Reaper Souls expansion launched, it made loads of money. When it went to PC, when it went to PlayStation Three, and then to PS Four and Xbox One, I have no doubt it made a fuck ton of money. And now that it's on Switch, it's probably made even more fucking money. But my point is, they they are alienating those. They're alienating their original player base, the PC player base, by not giving them new content, by making them wait so fucking long when we're not, I, I don't, I'm not, I can't speak for all, all the Diablo players. I cannot. I, and I will not ever. But for me, all I want them to say is it's coming and I'm happy. And then I know, okay, it'll be a wait probably, but at least I know. I don't even care if they say it's D4. They just need to say it's coming and no more of this multiple teams, multiple projects bullshit. We know you've yeah. said it umpteen fucking times to the point where we all fucking know. You don't need to keep saying it because all we need to know is, is there a PC one? Is there at least one of these going to be for the PC? <laughs> That's all we care about. Yeah. <sighs> Rant over. Hey, is, at least it's not us yelling at each other like it was last time. It's usually us yelling at each other, but we're, we're yelling at Blizzard right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> no, no, wrong no, no, time, wrong place, we'll wrong going. audience. We'll keep going. We'll keep... Like, I mean, watch Riker's video. Watch, watch anyone else's video out there on YouTube or watch, listen to other podcasts. Uh, cool Story Bros guys talked about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it was just a really tough time for the in, entire Diablo community who wanted something that wasn't announced, and, and they feel like they walked away with nothing. That's the that's the biggest issue. It was here. frustrating. I mean, I know we make a joke about BlizzCon every year. Yeah, StarCraft, you'll get something. It's probably not really much, yada yada yada. And we make that joke about Diablo, where there was literally no announcement last year for Diablo, but it literally feels like as a Diablo player that. I have walked away from BlizzCon with nothing two years in a row. That is literally how I feel. That I, I, I've walked away with stuff for Heroes. I've walked away with stuff from Overwatch, for Hearthstone, for even for fucking StarCraft. I want to play Zeratul. He looks really cool. Um, but for, for Diablo, I feel like I've walked away with nothing. Because... I don't play games on my phone. I use it to text and, pl- and go on Twitter. That's about it. I don't play games on my phone. I don't want to play games on my phone. It's there to take phone calls, answer text messages, annoy my sister because I love annoying my sister, and go on Twitter. I don't want to play games on my phone. I walked away with from BlizzCon this year, just like last year, with nothing. Diablo, and I'm really pissed off about it. Yep. Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I expected you I to mean, get angry about this. I thought I was being really calm, and I've been really calm and cool-headed about it. But now that we're actually sitting here talking about it, my head hurts, and I want to break people. I mean, I I was really kind of leveled out by a lot of the videos that I watched. You know, most mostly Riker's video, and I sat through over an hour of 
him just talking to the camera and being extremely genuine and making sure that he was providing a level argument. I mean, he he wasn't cursing. He wasn't raging about stuff. He was just saying how how he felt in a very calm and even way. And I agree, I agree with him. Like that is the way that we need to handle this in order to make sure that we can move the conversation forward. I have because been, the thing is, I have been doing that to like all my friends in real life, and I think I've mm-hmm. just let my anger kind of build up a little bit, and it just kind of came out. And I apologize for that. Hey, you know that's fine because I apologize. People have emotions. That's you know we are people. I've tried to be very that calm, and I've tried to be very devil's advocate and very much trying to defend blizzard's decisions here but it's kind of built up a little bit and i'm actually really angry about it and i really 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 want a diablo 4 i really want a new pc upgrade i really want something that i can jump in and just do stuff with my friends and i don't feel like a mobile game is that and i'm, I'm actually quite upset about it and i really really it, it's kind of all came to a head so i apologize no worries. <clears throat> Let's get out of here. Yes, before I continue to rage. <clears throat> you have a don't do that. Go do that. <laughs> uh, I guess now it's my time to rage. I'll try to keep this quick. Um, We had a lot of people who were getting frustrated with the fact that we're doing progression. And, you know, progression means dying. And even dying to bosses that we've killed before. Um, And this happens, people. I mean... You know, there there's a lot of, first of all, I hate the term, we got it on farm. I think this is a stupid thing because, yeah, you get to a point where you can easily kill the boss, but that doesn't mean that you totally negate mechanics unless you're doing Alphar, which is a totally different story. You know, having killed a boss doesn't mean that you don't have to do mechanics. Having killed a boss doesn't mean that you're automatically going to kill it the next time you attempt to kill it. Um people or if your group composition is different it doesn't mean that you're magically going to have the same experience that you had last time so you know people were just getting really frustrated by the fact that they were dying on bosses that they've killed before um and dying to trash packs that people were mispulling including myself i mispulled at least two trash packs one of them did you pull things no, I tab, you know, I'm a tab target and dot person. You bot build. And yeah, pretty much. Um yeah, and you know, on night 1, well, we we raid Wednesday, Thursday. So on night 1, um there was a person who rage quit the group at the very end, you know, we had basically already said last pull and then they wanted to do another pull and that person basically just rage quit. Um, you know, without saying anything and we were forced to stop and try again another day Uh um but you know the people really need to make sure that on progression nights we're staying calm we're not trying to blame people for things that they did wrong we're not sitting there during boss fights complaining about why this person died or why that person died or whatever like there was just a folly of errors that occurred that led to people getting progressively more frustrated and I really feel like you guys use um, logs. Yes, we use logs. Well, your raid leader should be checking that to see where people should, where people can improve. Are your that's raid a whole different conversation sh- okay, because our raid leader, them. our raid leader has completely checked out of WoW for at least a few years now. Um, 
And I'm surprised that he even logs into the game at this point, honestly. Um, but you know, we, I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the leaders need to step up and like cut out some of the negativity before it starts escalating. And, you know, I was basically saying some shit knowing that, uh, one of our officers was reading it and he did speak up and, and cut out some of the drama during the raid fight because, you know, basically I was talking to the other healer and I'm just like, if this shit continues, I'm going to bounce because it was just, it was, it was just toxic. And like, uh-huh. I don't log in to play a toxic video game. And I am one of the people who try to bust my ass when I'm not in raid to make sure that when I get to raid, I'm actually ready to do the content that we're trying to do, uh-huh. you know, like doing mythic plus farming Azerite power, which no one is doing. Not even LB is farming Azerite power at this point. No, I don't um, either. But like seriously trying to make sure that I'm at a point where I can perform well in the raid group and other people. I mean, other people in my raid, and I'm sure this is true for other raids uh-huh. aren't doing that, you know, and still feeling like we should be completing the same content. And I feel like there's a divide of the people who are really trying and, you know, are, are scrounging and scraping to get um, mythic plus groups together when uh-huh. we're not in raid night and then others who aren't. And, you know, I, I feel like people are getting frustrated for the people who aren't able to put in the same level of effort as they are, you know, that's always going to happen regardless of what raid group you're in, regardless right. of what guild you're in, regardless right. of what difficulty you're doing, you're always going to have people who just don't have the time to put in the same amount of effort. Even yeah. I'm sure there's even mythic guilds where there's, there's some people who are putting in the bare minimum of <clears> what <throat> that mythic requirement is. And there are people who are putting in more than what they need to be. And those people are probably frustrated with the people down below. But that's yeah. always going to happen because of just how the game works. And it's never even, there's nothing Blizzard can do about it. There's nothing the community can do about it. It's just a fact of life that there are some people that just cannot put the same amount of effort in due to whether it being life, whether it being family, whether it being relationships, whether it being work or just being a lazy asshole. Those ones don't need to be around because you're a lazy asshole. Um, yeah. But. Though the the ones that genuinely have reasons, we kind of need to try and make. What's the word? Um, there needs to be compromise for them, because they are trying True. as much as they can. There are people who are just going to be lazy and try and take advantage. Those you can just kick and just never deal with again. That's what I would do yeah. as a raid leader. If those people are just genuinely being lazy assholes, just kick them and never deal with them again. Um, because if the majority of your guild are putting in the effort and they ex- and these lazy assholes expect to be carried, then, you know, they don't have to be in your raid group. Even yeah. if you're a casual um, group. I don't think it's that. I mean, I think that there's people who... You think it's just, more the real-life thing? The real-life thing, or... Yeah, I think that's mainly it. Or they... Or, like... I mean, there's not a rule book that says, hey, when you're not in raid, you need to be doing X, Y, and Z. We're not that strict no, about but you stuff. Should, you should still be expecting people to try and better their characters. Because if a character is better for the next time they go to a raid boss, 
then they're always going to be putting out more damage and it's going to help the group as a whole try and get that kill. So regardless yeah. of if it's a rule or if it's just expected or if it's just common courtesy, you should always be, if you're yeah. if you're a part of a team, you should always be trying to better yourself. Yeah. Or if if someone is trying to get a specific secondary stat, they should be trying to farm gear that has the secondary stat. I mean, there was someone who used to be in our raid group that's not anymore, and they were talking about getting a specific item from a dungeon, and they were saying, I farmed that fucking dungeon 13 times until I got that item, period. <laughs> you know, And that takes work, and it takes dedication, and it takes perseverance, but you know, they put the time and effort in to get what they needed to make their character better. And I really applauded you them respect for that, that you know, because that, of putting that effort yeah. yeah and if people are like oh well my haste is low or my crit's low or my mastery is low then fucking you know put in the effort to try to get the gear that makes that better you know mm-hmm. i mean these things are not just like oh well bad rng yeah bad rng if you fucking roll once a week a if you roll it. 10 times a week you get better rng so here's the thing that's how that works. It can be bad RNG, and I'll say that purely because I have been farming the Arthas mount for almost six years and it's never dropped. I did farm it on 22 characters for a year once and it never dropped. So it can be bad RNG. Yes. It can be bad it RNG, can. but if you're doing... If you're, if you're relying on a single mythic dungeon and a single mythic cache every week, then don't fucking complain about it. Yeah, you know if I you're mean? one of those if people, don't if, complain about it. But if you're like me, and you've actually, it is just bad RNG, you can complain about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing that same dungeon multiple times, and you're really trying to work on it, and press higher mythic dungeon, I mean, a lot of this is like, look, the way that I look at this game now is almost like Raid Night is game night, and Mythic Plus is like practice. Like, you, like running drills almost. It's almost like you've got to run the drills and run the drills and run the drills so that when you get the game night, you're gonna be you're gonna beat the other team. I don't know if that translates, but I'm thinking about it like basketball no, practice versus like a basketball game. You know? And I, I you know, I hate to think of it like that, but I think a lot of that's kind of true. And it's like, you know, especially when you look at the eye levels of gear. And it's like, if you can do a certain level of Mythic Plus, you can get the same eye level as you would in a heroic raid group, right? At some point, you get 370 gear. I can't remember what it is, like level it's 8 like or level 9. Or 10, yeah. It's like higher levels. But right. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, you've got to push those Mythic level dungeons to get something that's going to help you out in the raid group. And even if you're just waiting, mm-hmm. or, I mean, even if you can only obtain a 370 from doing a lower level mythic plus that gives you a higher level mythic plus in the cache at the end of the week then or a higher eye level item from the cache at the end of the week at least you're doing something that could potentially give you an upgrade to make you better for the raid the next time you go around in the raid i love this conversation but we have we are coming up to the hour and 20 hour and 40 mark <laughs> okay um but and i know you yeah, don't like vlogging I mean, an hour that's a whole topic I could spend an entire show talking about that because I've been thinking about this for a long time now. And I, you know, I, I really feel like if you're going to be a raider, we'll do an, I mean, like, how about this? We do a raid etiquette yeah. topic. I don't know if it's raid etiquette. We've done raid etiquette, but I'm talking about like, 
Um, I would consider uh, this raid etiquette. Like, actually trying to better yourself is just basic raid etiquette. Well, yeah, it's 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 preparing for raid, but I think it's on a different level than, like, making sure you have your flasks. I, no, I would... I, honestly, I would consider this the basics of being a raider. Like, honestly. I'm not even... Like, that's not even a it's, joke. That's it's a like raiding the unwritten rules or Unwritten rules or... of being a basic raider. I... There you go. We'll do that at some point. Something like we'll that. We'll do that at some point. Okay. I'm going to add that to the topic page because we'll forget that. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, okay. I don't have a... I don't have a don't... Oh, no, I do have a don't do that. Blizzard, don't don't announce a mobile game when you haven't announced the PC version yet. There's your don't do that. Um. Okay. Outro. Or don't announce it to your PC community. Don't announce it to your PC community. Good Lord. Uh... <laughs> That's our show, folks. Uh, you can talk to us during the week. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is azerothctc.com. Nope, azerothctc. Kevin is at Swingcat with a K. I am at Akari underscore Mag. Uh, and Gavril is at Gavril underscore ET. And that's two I's, one L. Uh, you can send show feedback to feedback at azerothctc.com. You can find uh, links to today's show as well as everything we've talked about on our website, which is azerothctc.com. You can shoot us reviews on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, all those things. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight.